Judith Rivers, who along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography, to marketing, and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at godandourdogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Stories shared on God and Our Dogs bring aha moments. We begin to see ourselves from God's perspective. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com and on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at God and Our Dogs. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. We are blessed and honored to have Dr. Tommy Price as our guest today. Dr. Price is the intrepid and passionate superintendent of Bernie Independent School District. I have to say, I am not surprised his dogs would introduce him as protective and kind. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, Dr. Price. Well, thank you for having me today. It's just great to visit, and I know people will love hearing what you have to say about your dogs. Say, I've loved learning about them. Now, dogs have been part of your life, Dr. Price, pretty much since you were a kid. But I'd love to learn more about your current dogs. I think you have three of them, right? I have three little Dotsons, and I call them puppies, but really they're between five and ten years old. Yeah, but they're always puppies, always to puppies me. in they're our hearts, puppy. aren't they? Yes, yeah. it's like my kids are always babies. So. Yeah. So who is the oldest, and who's the middle puppy, and who's the youngest puppy? We have three. The oldest is Tupelo Honey, and then the middle one is Maggie May, and the baby is uh, Penny Lane. So how did they get their names? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously we love music, and we just when we found, we looked all over for we wanted a, a short hair. Uh, reddish brown Dotson, and we looked all over and when we finally found this dog we found her um, in the middle of downtown Houston in a pretty rough neighborhood and as we were coming out <laughs> we're looking around and just all excited and and Tupelo Honey came on ah. by Van Morrison and and we were singing it and we decided you know she fits it she's honey colored and she's just to us it was a, a great fit for us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so how did um, Maggie May get her name? <laughs> we figured we're on a roll. Yeah. And and we really, the plan was we were only going to get one dog for the three children. That's and always the way yeah, it starts. <laughs> yeah, that really worked. They they showed me. And, and we, well, we all felt like, okay, so um, poor Honey's by herself all day. So we went out, looked for one. We, we, want, we wanted a black, little nice puppy, and... Again, we thought, okay, we're, we named it after Tupelo Honey, so what, what should we do with this one? And 
one of my favorite I got to pick was was Maggie Mae. Uh-huh. I truly love the song. Uh, I think it's just so folksy, and it's I just I love to hum it all the time. Uh-huh. And so the kids kids knew that, and my little one, uh, my little girl, uh, Savannah, suggested it, and and we went with it, and and we love her. So tell us about Penny Lane. Well, Penny Lane, we couldn't stop the pattern, uh-huh. and we had a little game because we went. Well, so what are we going to do now? We went through the whole night, whole evening, and we talked about everything and all the different songs with uh, female names. And we came down to really it was Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds or our Penny Lane and Penny Lane won out. And, and you know, it's an easy hum along song. Uh-huh. And, and so it fits her personality. She's kind of a, a brownish white mix and and she just looks like a penny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have three dogs. Mm-hmm. Do the dogs belong to the kids or do they belong to you? Well, the theory being it was supposed to be one for each of the children. and But they're, they're ours. I mean, they will be with us and I will arm wrestle, and, arm wrestle my kids if they ever try to take them away. <laughs> but they know this is their home. And and like Dotsons, Dotsons are very brave when there's nothing there, mm-hmm. and ours would panic if they ever left the house. So that kind of is an advantage for us. Uh huh. So did the kids kind of take care of their an individual dog, or how does that work? Oh, we wish. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really wish. But um, uh, what they did do was over the years, well, not even over the years, almost immediately for every one of the children, they matched in order. Their personalities. My my oldest one is a kind of a worrier, and and, and Tupelo Honey is a worrier dog, always kind of a mama to the others, and that's what the oldest one is. And my middle son is real laid back and just he just kind of flow goes with the flow, and that's Maggie. Mm-hmm. And then my baby girl and my baby dog match personalities because they both believe they're the princesses of the house and, uh-huh. and let us know it. Yeah. yeah. I always said that a dog would never sleep in my bed. Never, never, never. We went through all these dogs uh, growing up, and then the first two, and Penny sleeps wherever she wants to sleep. The princess. That princess. The princess in the pea. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's a really remarkable. You hear that dogs take after their owners, but I just think that that's amazing. Three dogs, three kids, mm-hmm. and they match personality. Perfect. A perfect match, and... Uh, we couldn't have planned it any better. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned that um, dachshunds are brave unless somebody <laughs> else is around. So what are they like in the house? It's their house. <laughs> <laughs> they let us know it. They they hate Amazon. I can tell you when Amazon is within a block from us because they'll be barking at the door. And But as soon as Amazon drops that package off, they also run away. And um, But they're, once, once people come in the house, they do their little barking. They want love. They mm-hmm. just want to be held, and they want they want to love on the people, and that's that's their their world. With me, one of the things that I really like to do with them is I come home. I'm very very tired. Go outside. We have, you know I love our community. You sit out. I can see the sunset, and we turn on music, grab a little glass of wine, and they sit with me, and it's just mm-hmm. nice and calming. Isn't that neat how we can have sources of comfort in our life, and it's kind of fun to see where those pop up, isn't it? Oh, they amaze me, because like I said, I just, we had dogs all along growing up, but it's special. Maybe it's because I've matured, I've understood more what love really is about, 
and um, and and they taught me a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to ask you this because after all, we do live in Bernie, Texas, mm-hmm. and we have Burgess Fest. And have they ever raced in the Dachshund races? Uh, we were really tempted because my daughter served as a duchess for two years, and she, that was what she wanted to do. And uh, we we tried to get them out in the yard just to practice. They ran right back in the house. They <laughs> <laughs> said, well, what are you doing? They'll run around the backyard. So we didn't think we could get the, the Burgess Fest to go to our backyard. Yeah. So we've had to pass on it. Well, we would like to. Yeah, the race isn't how fast can you get back home. No. Yeah. <laughs> how fast can you get to the finish line? Yep. Yeah. Well, they're so cute. And we've had other dachshund owners that live in Bernie. And it'll be interesting to see if we have any... Where people go enter their dogs into the, the oh, race. I'd love to, but ours, they like us, and sometimes they don't like other dogs. So. Uh, uh-huh. Well, and, there'd be plenty of other dogs yeah, they and would. people there, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Lots of noise, lots of distraction. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your dogs growing up. Oh, growing up, we I grew up in a different situation um, than a lot of people. My mom was a single mom, had us at a very young age, and and our dogs that we had along the way were were just dogs. They were pets, and we learned to take care of them. We loved them, but like I said, I've grown to understand dogs, and I've grown to understand love a little bit different as I've matured. Yes, through the ages. Yeah. So your dogs growing up were a little bit more of a chore then. Yeah, they were a chore, and and because. We moved a lot. We moved from first grade to 12, well, first grade to high school. We moved 22 times. Oh, my and goodness. A lot of times we um, we grow to grow attached to a dog, but we lived in homeless shelters and in cars sometimes, and we had to um, you know, farm our, our dogs out to relatives and, and sometimes had to leave them SPCA. So it, it different. It was tough. Yeah, that would be hard. So it's really remarkable that as an adult, you really sought after having those dogs as a part of your family, and they brought you joy. That's well, neat. Well, I think part of me growing up, I wanted to have this perfect family, you know. And mm-hmm. and as you look at, you know, the the Partridge family, the my, that I grew up with, uh, right. the Brady Bunch, uh, they had a dog. So you know, you think you're supposed to have a dog, and and didn't realize. It wasn't just a pet, it was a part of the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Well, before we talk about where you've seen God, we've already touched on a few of those things in a way, but until we get a little deeper, I'd like to tell you and our listeners about our sponsor today, the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning are husband and wife, Judith and Dwayne Rivers. I can attest to the Rivers Team's deep understanding of residential and ranch properties. Judith and Dwayne genuinely care for clients. The Rivers team handles it all, from strategizing before the listing to staging, marketing, negotiating, and closing a favorable deal. Buying and selling real estate is stressful. The Rivers team makes the process as enjoyable as possible. That's how the Rivers team is reinventing real estate. You can find the Rivers team at theriversteam.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card. So go to our website, godandourdogs.com, to enter. 
The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's GodandOurDogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. GodandOurDogs.com This is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. We are back on God and Our Dogs, and this is Meg Greer, your host, and we are so blessed to have as our guest today, Dr. Tommy Price, who's the superintendent of Bernie Independent School District. Before the break, Dr. Price shared with us about his wonderful dachshunds, all named after songs, Penny Lane, Tupelo Honey, and Maggie May. He also gave us an overview of the dogs of his youth, providing him consistency and helping him feel safe. So, Dr. Price, um, where have you seen God in the experiences with your dogs? I just, um, you know, whenever I come home every day, I can be tired. The first thing that I hear is these little muffled barks. They come to me, and they're wanting me to hold them, and they don't care what happened the rest of the day. They won't focus. And you, growing up, didn't have that opportunity. And even when I had young children, wanted my attention. But sometimes they understood it was a tough day. Penny doesn't care. She mm-hmm. All she cares about is she wants to be held and she wants my undivided attention and wants to know that I love her and she loves me. When we were talking before the show, you just painted the most beautiful picture of you and Penny. She loves for you to pick her up. She um, she demands it and she will tackle <laughs> she will tackle the other dogs uh, if I try to go to them first. She allows me to take a deep breath, look into her, you know, it sounds silly, but look into her little brown eyes and she has so much trust in me and that I love her and I will take care of her. It makes you think about where you are in the world and um, and why we're here. You know, that's such a beautiful picture. Um, I wonder if God looks at us in the same way. I believe they do. I think that's part of the reflection in, in my life as I, as I grow older. Um, I have, my, my relationship with God has changed over the years. I would not in any way on earth be here if there was not someone in my life because if if you reflect back you hear the whole thing about you know you grew up in a neighborhood where people went to prison and or died and and I was there I God gave me opportunities and the only difference because I am not special at all I I was uh, intelligent enough to look at some of the the bad things in my life and see them as opportunities and also had some special people in my life teachers and things that really tried to help me showed me the light and I think now as I grow older I think some of the same thing if dogs have shown me that what true love truly is is that that trust and for me to get to where I am it it was trusting God was going to take care of me I wonder what kind of obstacles we have as people to being able to see our relationship with God in that way. I think sometimes we overthink. Sometimes we believe we know more than he does. Mm. And and instead of just sitting down and listening and trying, instead of trying to figure out why he did what he did in our lives or in the world, it's easy to blame this pandemic. The reality is he's going to see us through and having that faith that God is going to take care of us and he knows better and 
I mean, he's been around a lot longer than us and gotten us to a wonderful place in, in the world. Um, it just goes back to the, my dogs making me focus and understanding they have that same type of faith in me that I'm going to take care of them no matter mm-hmm. what. You also told me that you have a few scriptures that are special to you, and one of them is from Isaiah, and it's relatively new. Tell me a little bit about that again. Well, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that the past two years because... We've had to make some very tough decisions in the pandemic on how do we educate our children. Uh, We know there's a COVID slide. We know there's danger about going to school and danger about not going to school. And and how do we make those decisions? And and we're learning. And some people are very unforgiving as we learn, and some people are very kind. If I didn't have faith and know that God was guiding us as we go through, I don't know if I could have survived. Yeah, it's just tough sometimes. And but I, I know we're going to get through this. We're going through another spike right now. We'll come out of it. And if you reflect back on the past two years that we've lived through, we as a society have done a remarkable job of handling this pandemic. And our kids will come out in such a better place because resiliency, we've all we've all gained that. And like I said, I, I refer back to he is with me always. Just so our, our listeners, I didn't say it, but it's Isaiah 41.10 yeah. that you thought was so special. And that basically says, don't be afraid. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, isn't that the source of resilience? Yes, it is. And, and what's funny is someone sent that to me. And, you know, things happen to us in time in a timely fashion and Mm -hmm. that person sent it to me but i think it was a message from god because it was a tough day a tough week and all of a sudden it appeared and was sent to me on a text and i thought "Mm, okay yeah i I can't feel sorry for myself because he's taking care of us you know that makes me think too sometimes we don't realize that small things we can do for other people really do share love Yes. And um, that was a very loving thing for mm-hmm. someone to have done for you. We have angels all around us, and sometimes we are just too busy to take the time to reflect that people are taking care of us. And, and, and God sends people into our lives in really timely fashion and in weird ways sometimes. Yeah, sometimes very weird yeah. ways. Yeah. Well, Dr. Price, one of the other scriptures that you told me was so meaningful to you And I don't want this to sound trite at all because the reason why you said it was special is why I want to talk about it because it's John 3.16. You for years and years, I mean, I'm, I'm dating myself a little mm-hmm. bit. For years and years, somebody who s- stood in the, f- in the crowd in NFL games, you know, John 3.16. And of course, it sums up the gospel. But I loved what you said about that scripture. It was always my favorite growing up. Didn't understand what I was saying. It's like a lot of things as a, as a child. There was song lyrics I didn't understand I was mm-hmm. singing. And same thing with, with Bible verses. And it was only until I became a parent, really thought about it one day when I was teaching my children the verse. And I thought, wow, I could never do God. That, that selflessness oh. versus how we are as human beings. Oh, I, I'm selfish. I, I, I would not give my children up for anything, my dogs up for anything. Look what God did for us and his only son. Yeah. And, and he forgave us all. Tell us what inspired you to become the person you are today. I just had wonderful people around me, even though when we were struggling, uh, that we knew we could count on my grandparents. They were always there. And uh, even though they struggled in life, they made sure that if we needed something, we could go live with them if we had to. They also made sure we went to church. 
remember, <laughs> and read the Bible uh-huh. and, and took care of us. But also when I finally did get to high school, I had moved so many times. I had no need for school. I, I was a teacher's worst nightmare. I go in the front door of the high school and I'd leave out the back door because I was working at the time and had no need to stay. It wasn't until the, the law got involved and my mom was threatened to be fined oh, wow. that we had to go to school. But in it, a teacher saw something in me that I, did, I still to this day don't know why. She took an interest and um, made me go to school, followed up, knocked on my door when I didn't go to school. Wow. And she did her job. I mean, but she did her job with love. You know, our students don't come to school because they, most of the time, they love math. They come to school because of a relationship in school, whether that relationship is with their friends or a relationship with an important adult. And that's what I found was a relationship with an adult who really saved my life. Because at that time, my mom, you know, she'd have been just as, as if I would have just tended bar. And mm-hmm. that's what I was doing. I was 14 years old and, and working the bars in Houston. And um, this person, again, saw more than, more than that in me and more capabilities and uh, pushed me to mm-hmm. be more. Well, we're really blessed that that teacher took such an interest in you because of all the difference you're making in Bernie ISD and also just in our community in general. You're uh, positive, uh, uplifting, encouraging uh, nature has made a big difference here in Bernie. Everybody has some sort of an obstacle in life. It's hard to say what that is, but I don't think anybody escapes without some challenges. What kind of advice would you have for people on how to deal with situations that are are difficult? I pray every day and have prayed every day. Uh, That's the one thing that was instilled in me with my grandparents. It was a time when I could reflect, and and it was a time that I had to open my ears and listen. Even when Mrs. James was the teacher who made such a a big change in my life, I didn't want to listen at first, but she was persistent, God was persistent, and I went started her class with long hair because that was not so much the fashion. We just couldn't afford a haircut at the time. By the time I left, I looked clean cut because she made, she wanted me to be better. And she, she made me want to be better to, to please her, to make her, make her feel like she did something. And what's funny, when I first came to Bernie, I told the story at convocation and one of the teachers said, Hey, have you ever checked up on her? And I hadn't, I, but it was Facebook. Yeah. A good thing. Yes. And and found her and she is still working as a counselor in Dallas area and we made a connection. She swore to me when I talked to her, Oh, I remember you but you know, I don't think she did. And and that's no big deal. The big deal is I remember her and that's she made right. a difference. And talked a little bit earlier in the show about small things that we can do that really reach out and show love to other people and they may be things that we don't think two times about doing it we just do it automatically and look at the difference that she made yeah yeah that's inspiring on both sides of it actually yeah so overall you wanted the listeners to take one thing away about what you learned about god your dogs whether they were dogs in your youth or your current three cutie pies at home what would that be? I, I think that God tells us every day to love one another and not take take things for granted. Mm-hmm. And they teach me every single day when I walk in the door, when I wake up. Um, you know, one of the things Penny does is she she runs to me in the morning and she does a 
flip and lands on her back and she holds her you know belly out she wants it rubbed and <laughs> it's true unconditionally trust me that mm-hmm. i'm not going to hurt her i'm she wants it and she will beg me for it i think that's what i've learned from my dogs just that love trust slow down reflect about what's important in life and sometimes it's real easy to forget what's important because i'm mm-hmm. so with me personally i'm so caught up in and trying to fix and trying to make sure things are okay that pull around me, my family, my puppies, don't get everything that they deserve. And I've learned over the past couple of years, I have to make that time for them. I have to, because I'm honoring God that way, because Mm -hmm. he says you have to love your family, and that's the most precious thing he's given me. Well, before we close today, I want to highlight that a big fundraiser is coming up for the school district, well, really for the Bernie Education Foundation that benefits the school district called Rock On, and if people are interested, I'm sure they can go to the district website and find the right link. The other thing I want to talk a little bit about, tell us about the bond issue and what you hope to accomplish well, for the school district. One of the things I want everyone to know with the Bernie Education with Rock On, for the past five years, they have auctioned off dinners that I cook and I love to cook. It's one of my, ah. my hobbies, Cajun. I take my mama's recipes and, and cook them up. And, and so if you're interested, I dug up her crawfish pie recipe uh, lately and just cooked it for one of the couples that that bid and won, and so it's out there. That's one of the things you can you can bid on. Awesome! I bet they can find mm-hmm. that link for the silent yes. auction. Everything's high tech yeah, these days. It's great. Yeah. The the bond that's coming up, I, I'm I'm really impressed by the bond committee because one of the things the board and I intentionally did was we stepped out of the process. We let them ask for what materials they needed. Looked at looked at the needs of our district currently, and this was about 85 of our community people coming together and they've really focused on growth Mm -hmm. and and you know all know you don't have to look far but we are growing at a very steady pace well a fast pace we've grown over 900 students since the beginning of 2020 Mm -hmm. Uh, just since school started this year we've grown about 400 to 500 students and we're still growing (laughs) and um, I, I think what the focus of the bond at this point is going to be is is growth how do we how do we make sure that we set the priorities where our students have the rooms, the staff has the room that they need to grow? Nothing extravagant. It's just about growth and meeting those needs. Mm-hmm. Well, where can people learn more about the bond issue? There's probably going to be a link on the. If you go on our website, there, uh, there's a button at the top, and it says bond information. And it tells the history of the p- uh, past bonds and what we've done, but also what we will be hoping to do with this coming up bond in May. Great, great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Price, for being with us today. I've so enjoyed visiting with you and learning more about your dogs and especially how you've seen God through them. Well, this is Meg Greer, and we've been here with Dr. Tommy Price with Bernie Independent School District, and I am just so grateful that you've been listening with us today. And listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site. If you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at godandourdogs.com. Follow us at hashtag godandourdogs or on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook at godandourdogs. Please join me next week for God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us.
Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. I'm Judith Rivers, who, along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography to marketing and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com. 